yeah, I'm going to talk five minutes about rest. Um, and I don't know where you're at in this room, but when I think of rest or Sabbath, as it's talked about in the church, um, it can feel like one more thing we need to do. Rest can become one more checkbox that we need to check off to be spiritual enough to kind of keep up with the uh, Christian elites. Um, and a lot of times for me, it's one of those things I don't get around to, but I know I should. It's kind of this lingering uh, uneasiness that it, it matters, but kind of where do you fit it in? And so what I just want to take a couple minutes saying is that rest is an opportunity to be reminded of grace. Okay, rest is an opportunity to be reminded of grace. So in the Bible, we see that God's people in Israel were uh, held, held captive in Egypt. They were slaves in Egypt, and they're being oppressed. And what do they do? They, they call out to God, and they say, we need help. And what does God do? He comes down to his people, and he redeems them. He delivers them out. And what we see is after God delivers his people, he, he t looks at them and says, hey, I want you to set aside the seventh day of your week. I want you to set aside. It's going to be a different kind of day. It's going to operate different than the first six. And that day, what, what God wanted his people to do is look back and remember that he was the one who saved them. He wanted Israel to look back and remember that God's hand is why they were delivered out of slavery and out of Egypt, why they were saved. And then fast forward, we see Jesus, right? He stands up in Matthew 11 and he shouts out, hey, come to me, anyone who is burdened, anyone who's heavy laden, and your soul will find rest. Jesus makes that announcement. He's offering this kind of rest. And what we see here is that Jesus can make that offering because he's going to do the work of salvation that we can't. He, he hangs on the cross, and what does he say? It's finished. He looks down and says, it's finished. The work that you were called to do, the work of justification, the work of proving your worth, the work of reconciling yourself to God, to have that unity with God that we long for, right? that aching in our souls, like, we all feel that, right? You feel that gnawing. You feel that this, there's something bigger in this life than what I've got. We can't bridge that gap. Jesus hangs on the cross and says, I'll be the bridge, okay? He does the work for us. And what happens at that point, when he does the work, he can invite us into the rest. He does our work, and he gives us his rest, okay? So there's two minutes of, of big uh, theology on rest. The question is, how do we pattern our lives to tell that story? Okay? So God cares a lot about not just the broad, but to, to sink it into our bones, okay? So this is what I want to say. Um, I'm going to give two things, just how, what it would look like to have a pattern of rest in your life, okay? The first is, very simple, pick a weekly time. I'm a big believer that if you don't pick a time, you'll never do it, okay? So I know some of you are probably like, I don't, I'll get around to it, or I'll kind of do it when it feels right. I disagree with you. Pick a time. Uh, it doesn't have to be Saturday. It doesn't have to be Sunday. It doesn't even have to be a full day. That's besides the point. The point is, pick a time and say, this is going to be a different type of time in my week. It's going to operate different. And how it's going to operate different is I'm going to look back and remember Jesus. Okay? So the first thing, pick a time, stick to it, guard it. Uh, don't let your to-do list, your errands, your chores, your you know, it's not, a, it's not a time to get caught up or, or uh, you know, get ahead. It's a time to look back. And once you have that time, then the fun part comes. Uh, this is the fun part about rest, is that we get to figure out what are the best ways to remember grace? What are the best ways to sit down and remember that we are loved by God, not by what we do? 
and fill that time with as much of those things as you can. Fill that time with as many things that stir your affections for Jesus as you can. Um, read the Bible, read the Psalms, you know, pray, worship, sing, dance, you know, do the whole list. Fellowship with the saints, have people in your home to just celebrate Jesus. Um, but it's even bigger than that. Like, um, I love to cook and I love to eat. Uh, and when I'm resting, what I really want to do is I want to make great food and I want to sit down. And I just want to remember that there is a table in heaven right now, a massive table. Jesus is at the head of that table. And one of those chairs has my name on it. Like that to me, on, I, Hannah and I rest on Sundays. When I sit down and have good food, just think like, one of these days I'm going to sit at that table and eat that meal with that king. It just blows my mind. Like I, I remember that it was him that made that possible. So, you know, some people, it's nature. There's a million things. I, I don't want to limit it. Uh, I don't want it to be a burden. I want it to be an exciting thing to say, what does it look like to remember Jesus weekly in an extended time? So um, I'll just kind of end here saying, with your community, with your family, with, you know, just yourself with the Lord, like, pick a time, guard it, and fill it with as many things as you can to remember and delight in the grace of Jesus. Okay? So I'll pray, and then we'll continue in worship here. God, thank you so much. Thank you so much that you have won the day, that you have done the work we could not do, that you finished the work, God. That is what we celebrate. That's what we want to remember. So help us worship now in your awesome name. Amen.